You are listening to The Exchange by Evolution. So it's a melting pot of ideas by thought leaders within the industry. And I'm Jermaine, Senior Consultant at Evolution Recruitment Solutions. I'm your host today and joining me today, I have two really special guests. Uh, one of them is um, Amadou Hock from Bits Media, heading up the engineering team there. And the other is Xiao Qi Chu, um, Head of Engineering at NAS company. So really excited to have you guys here today. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. So just to begin, um, the topic that we'll be discussing today will be young leaders in engineering. So both of you guys are really young leaders within engineering and I'm sure a lot of my, you know, the audience that are listening to this podcast, tuning in from wherever, they will be really interested to hear about where you got to, how you got here, the kind of challenges you had to overcome along the way to get to where you're at. So, you know, it'll be good if, you know, Amadou, you know, starting from you, you can give a little bit of introduction about yourself and your company and, you know, um, what you're doing as well as, you know, sales here as well. So just a disclaimer out there as well, um, everything we're sharing on this podcast is going to be um, all represented by each and every individual's perspective and not the companies that we represent. All right, so here we go. Thank you for having us, first of all. Uh, really excited to share uh, a few things uh, about me and uh, my, whatever I know. So uh, I'm Ahmad, I'm uh, from Beach Media, as Jamin mentioned. Uh, we uh, work at providing digital services for Muslim people uh, worldwide. Uh, so we basically have a mobile application, which is called uh, Muslim Pro, uh, which helps uh, the modern Muslim to help practice their faith uh, and also, uh, uh, I mean, on, on a digital way, um, they can uh, have uh, like the prayer time that they need to pray uh, or the holy book that they need to read, uh, also the direction to face. Uh, so all these things among uh, a lot of other features. Uh, we also have recently launched a streaming service, uh, which is focused on Muslim entertainment. Uh, and uh, that's like, you can think of it as a Netflix, but for Muslims. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that's basically what we build. Uh, and we have uh, a worldwide presence. We have over 140 million downloads so far. And uh, yeah, we're still growing strong. So that's a quick intro about the company. Uh, for me, uh, I'm actually heading the engineering department at Bits Media. Uh, so basically all these uh, applications that we build and, and the technological problem that we try to solve, uh, me and my team are uh, trying to Achieve Sounds good. Thank you so much for sharing. Very interesting stuff that you've been doing and impacting the society in the right way as well. And yeah, maybe Xiao Ti, on to you as well. Okay, uh, thanks for having me here and I'm very happy to share all my experience to help other people as well. Because as a young leader, definitely I need a lot of, people help, a lot of help from other people. But now I have the chance to help other people, then I will be very happy. So for me, uh, my name is Xiao Qi. I come from China. I born in 1991. Uh, I came to Singapore in 2010 as a scholar. So uh, I majored in computer science and graduated from the NTU. Uh, before my graduation, actually, I already have a startup company with several classmates together. So currently, the company is still alive called Formal. So it's quite popular fintech company right now. So uh, before our graduation, we already got some investment from the uh, external investor. So since we got the money, then we just decided to continue to run the business after the graduation. Then I have been there for around half a year. Then at that time, I decided uh, probably I need to create a company to learn more because based on my technical knowledge, definitely I'm not strong enough to support mm -hmm. the company in the long run. 
So I quit the company and joined Shopee. Then I worked in Shopee for around six and a half years. Mm. So I grow from a junior software engineer, then and I become an engineer manager leader around the 30 plus of the members. Mm. But at the end of my career at Shopee, I feel my growth in both technical and also the management side is limited already. Mm. Then I think probably it's time for me to make some adjustment. Then I do some internal transfer to the, the other department doing the public cloud service. But unfortunately, because of the economic reason, so mm. C did some uh, layoff, so yeah. our department is shut down directly. Mm. Then uh, at that time, I think probably it's a sign for me to move out and look for some other opportunity. Mm. So although I can come back to Shopee, but I think uh, since I already moved out, then I just continue. Then after some job search, I joined the current company. It's called the NASA uh, company. Mm. So this company is a very early stage startup. We finished the A series and the A plus series funding already. Mm. And right now we are doing some community platform. So for example, our uh, evolution exchange podcast can be a community. Right. So you can just form a community on our platform. You can interact with your community. You can upload content. So you, you can do some uh, online events or offline meetup and try mm. to engage each other. So we are trying to help other people to build the community and uh, uh, engage the community better and monetize from the community. Right, yeah. sounds interesting. Both of you guys are doing very interesting work within the community and impacting the community in a very positive way. So thank you so much for you know joining me on this podcast and really excited to delve into the topic. So um, you know, I think a lot of people will be curious, like engineering as a career, did it come naturally to you both? You know, what kind of enticed you to pursue a career in engineering? Is it like Oh my god, I love computers, I want to go into it. Or like you saw that there's a lot of money to make in there and that's why I thought to go into it. So what was the thought process pursuing a career in engineering when you know during your university days for example? Alright, uh can go first. So uh, uh as a kid, uh when I first got my hands on the computers, it mm -hmm. was very exciting for me. So I was always gaming and I was always trying to uh find ways of uh doing things that uh I mean, fixing stuff, uh, building uh, smaller things. Mm. Uh, so that's how I grew the passion for computers. Um, but when it came to choosing an actual career, it never occurred to me that uh, uh, I would be in this uh, field right now. <laughs> Originally, I wanted to be more on the creative side. Uh, oh. I wanted to be a musician. Okay. But being a, someone from an Asian family is not mm. really a choice, right? <laughs> you, you're always like, you can't make money if, you, if you're a musician. Mm -hmm. So I had to go with my second choice, which was to study computer science. Mm, okay. So I started uh, studying and uh, things were going pretty well. And uh, uh, back then it was just Android and uh, iPhones came out. Okay. And uh, there were so many apps out there and uh, it got to me that I want to build some application as mm -hmm. well. I want to learn how to do it. So I, besides my studies, I started uh, learning how to develop applications. And then I started freelancing uh, while I was still studying. And eventually uh, it landed me uh, where I am today. Wow. Yeah. So it's like took the second best and now it's probably one of the better decisions you've made, I hope. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, that's good, that's good. And how about you, Xiaoti? Was it natural for you? 
for me, actually, uh, my mother also majored in computer science, but at uh, their time, the computer science is totally different from nowadays <laughs> computer science. I'm sure. So uh, she cannot really teach me a lot in programming, but uh, she gave me a very good start for me mm. to expose her to the computer science mm. and also uh, contact with the computer. So uh, since I was young, a lot of people will know me uh, as a, a talented people in the computer science. I know a lot of things I have the the class to do a lot of the IT services, uh, print the exam paper, is something from the primary school to the senior high school. Then, uh, and also during the period, I attend a lot of the contests, such as the web development and also the programming contest. Mm. So, uh, however, uh, there is a period for me to be very disappointed about computer science. So, I attended the uh, National Olympics for Information Libraries for three, for three times. And for the whole, all three times, I just get the second prize. So it's a little bit disappointing for me because in China, you need to do the Gaokao. And if you just uh, get the second prize, you cannot uh, get the additional benefit to adapt into a good university. Oh. So I'm a little bit upset. I think probably I'm not a good material in this field. Then when I choose my major in my university in China, I joined the physics. And uh, unfortunately, I really don't like it. <laughs> but uh, the lucky thing is, uh, there is an opportunity come to me, which is the scholarship from Singapore government. Oh, they okay. come to the Singapore, uh, to China campus to recruit, to hire, um, to get some people to adapt into this program. Mm. And uh, we can study here with scholarship, and then we just fulfill uh, uh, some bond here. So mm. this will give me a second chance and let me to rechoose my major. Then I go back to the computer science. So for me personally, I really enjoy innovation and creating some product for the consumer facing. Mm. So in the past, in my startup, in Shopee and in my current company, all the product actually is faced to the customer. Yeah, I enjoy okay. the feeling that uh, people use my product and happy with that and mm. uh, change their life. I feel the, the meaning of the engineering is how to make the world become better. Mm. Wow, well, it sounds like... I don't know, man. It sounds like a visionary kind of, you know, making people's life better. Do you feel the same? Like, you know, when someone likes the product you use, when you hear about people using most info, do you get the same kind of satisfaction? For sure. I mean, one of our signature uh, feature of the application is, is the uh, call to prayers or, or uh, azan that we say. Uh, and that's basically uh, on certain times of the day uh, that call to prayer will play on your phone. Mm. And you can actually recognize that because uh, the one that we use is very, I wouldn't say exclusive, but that's, I don't think anyone else uses it. Right. So whenever I'm on the streets or I know that it's time, uh, call, uh, it's time to pray yeah. and I see some random phone uh, having that uh, notification, yeah. it really uh, makes me very proud yeah. that uh, there is, I know, I know that I'm building uh, the product uh, we are developing all these features behind the desk mm -hmm. but when you go out there and you see an actual people using the product that really makes you very uh, feel amazing feel very proud i'm sure i'm sure it sounds i can already feel the secondhand proud feeling here yeah. and, and this has happened a, a lot for me uh, mm. a lot of times i i, I hear um, this thing and or i see someone using it then I, or some of my team members also see it and they go and talk to the people, they get feedback. Wow. Uh, they always, uh, sometimes they are very happy. Sometimes they have some certain issues and they cannot just uh, stop complaining yeah. uh, about the product. But that's all right. I think uh, getting the positive and the negative feedback both. is both worth our time uh, hmm. because we are always uh, trying to make the product better for the users. Sounds good, sounds good. It really sounds very interesting. Like the work that you're doing really like, you can hear from the ground, 
and how people's lives are changed, you know, for the better when they use the application. So I think both of you guys, um, I think the fact that you got to here six over over six seven years right before you got to your head of engineering roles, is it around that kind of timeline for you both? Uh, for me, uh, it is yes about. Seven years. Mm, I think it's quite similar, right? You were at Shopee six years. Yeah, it's quite similar in terms of runway. So maybe, you know, I think a lot of people will be curious, including myself, in terms of like the runway um, that you guys got to where you're at today, um, what were some of the more significant challenges you had to overcome to get to, you know, head of engineering at the respective companies you're at today? Uh, I think for me personally, even though uh, it was the same company uh, since I started uh, my, my main career, been uh, getting promoted uh, uh, to to this role. I think the main challenge that I faced was uh, always people saying, "Hey, you are too young, right?" Uh, I mean, the topic today is young leaders, right? Mm -hmm. And the keyword here is young, and that's that's kind of a blessing, but sometimes it's a bit of a challenge as well, mm -hmm. uh, because you're probably trying to explain uh, things to other people who probably know much much uh, more. Than mm -hmm. you. They have better knowledge. Uh, but when you're trying to bring something to the table, uh, sometimes maybe they will feel like uh, it's not your place to mm. speak about something. Okay. Uh, so that's one of the challenges I face sometimes. Uh, but that's good because it also allowed me to learn mm. uh, and uh, try. I, I always had to try and improve myself. So uh, I had to also uh, not only. I mean, I started as an engineer. Uh, I started as a developer, right? Yeah. But uh, I mean. Because of all this, it allowed me, uh, it caused me to uh, do more stuff other than engineering, you know. Uh, I had to take on more responsibilities, I had to take on, uh, be more pro proactive mm. just to show them, uh, yeah, even though I'm young, I am capable of doing those things. Yeah. So, so eventually, uh, yeah, uh, eventually that helped me uh, to get in here today. Mm, yeah. Sounds good. So basically, because of like the role that you played, you kind of you know pick up more stuff as well, and you force yourself to kind of expand beyond what you do as an engineer. Yeah, I, I mean, when you are in a startup, actually, you have to do a lot of these things. When we started, we were only four people in the company, mm -hmm. and I was the first employee of the company. So um, back then, we really had to wear a lot of different hats, mm -hmm. and for me. That would mean not only do coding, but also help with other things in the company. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, that was a big challenge as well, because uh, you simply don't have enough people to do everything that you want to do. Yeah. Uh, and today we have grown to 80 plus people company. Mm. Uh, and to think that everything that you were doing today was done by four people like them. And for a very long time, uh, yeah, it makes me feel like we have really done something. Yeah. yeah. Sounds amazing. How about you, Salty? Mm, okay. What's for your me, main challenge? Yeah, for me, actually, the things, <coughs> the things is a little bit different. So before I joined the company, actually, the company is already have an engineering team for over two years already. Okay. So uh, what I'm trying to manage is not uh, something from scratch. It's a uh, established team. Yeah. And within the team, actually, there are a lot of the established working style and mm -hmm. site this kind of thing. But for the company, actually, at at a pre-working stage, previously they are doing some cross website. People just uh, upload the content to the website and browse it. So the complexity actually is not really, really very high. 
But uh, uh, since we are doing the paper team, right now we are doing the community platform, we are doing the NASIO, the technology we are requiring actually changed a lot. So I need to come in and help the team to do some change in order to support the business to grow. And also uh, the team size also is scaling. In the past, we don't really need to care about the, the performance of the service, the mm. user experience too much. But right now things are changing. So I need to build the team from scratch and uh, trying to uh, find the correct people to make the things really work true. So this is uh, quite challenging, no matter that it's a young leader or not. But since I'm young, actually things become even harder because uh, I'm young, probably I don't really have the authority to make all the change. Even the people will challenge me mm. whether the decision you made is correct or not. Right. And also for me, I definitely, as a young people, I'm not a really a perfect man. So no matter in the technology side, I probably have some space to grow. And also in the personal personality side, probably I'm also not mature enough. Sometimes uh, I may become impatient or become emotional. But I think this is also a good thing because I really grow with the company together. Mm. I think uh, the bonding between me and the company has also become stronger. Well, that's good. I mean, the fact that you guys were in, in, in this rank at, at this stage, it means the company definitely trusts you guys to do whatever you're doing and the mandate is there. So I think it's really, you know, the, the confidence that you have to pick it through and run with it and, you know, believing that, you know, you've got it under control even sometimes when things get a little bit more, I don't know, challenging, um, especially when you're working with people, right? Because you both are working with a lot of people. Sometimes when you're working with people, it's probably not the easiest, especially, you know, it's, you can't like go or like go hard and like, hey, I'm head of engineering. But it's more like, you know, connecting with people and, you know, the tailoring your leadership style to the right people that you're working with. I think that's also pretty important and I'm sure you guys have a lot of experiences with that. So, you know, aside from like, you know, challenges that you have had to overcome along the way, you know, what, what will be, you know, some of your major accomplishments, um, the fact that, you know, you got here at, you know, below 40. It's quite a feat already, but, you know, if you were to share, like, in terms of um, an, a major accomplishment for your own career, what would it be for each of you? Okay, so for me, uh, I, I mean, I've always stayed at the same company. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, unlike, um, unlike Kim here, uh, I did not get the opportunity to uh, build a lot of different things at different company. However, being in the company, for me, my, my biggest accomplishment would be the fact that uh, we managed to grow our company from a startup to the stage that yeah. we are today. And uh, obviously, I try to give my best, uh, not mm. only in terms of development skills, mm. uh, but also uh, other areas. Like I was always uh, product oriented, mm. so I always try to see what's best for the user. Yeah. So uh, I've learned a lot of skills over here, uh, besides my engineering, a lot of soft skills. Yeah. So, so my biggest accomplishment would be the fact that I'm able to reach out to uh, the millions and millions of users today mm. uh, and whatever I do gets impacted uh, I mean impacts the users sometimes in a very good way because yeah. when you develop something and you see your users are using it that's an amazing feeling mm. as I just mentioned mm. but sometimes in a bad way as well because you do something which breaks your application and then you are impacting millions of users negatively uh, but but the fact that we managed to grow the product, uh, I managed to grow the team uh, mm. from having no, uh, I mean, not more than two engineers to having more than 20 engineers now, uh, being able to impact the product development, mm. and, uh, uh, the engineering and all these things. So that would be my biggest accomplishment. Also. 
Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm sorry it's not as lucrative uh, probably because people who work in a lot of different companies, they say, hey, I did this in this company, I did that in this company. But for me, it's always been the, the same one product. And uh, for me, it's like I've developed this product from a very small and made it very big. Yeah, it's very inspiring, yeah. honestly, because um, I don't think anyone or, you know, any random person can say that I see at a company and develop this thing from literally zero to one and where is it now? Um, yeah, I'm really pretty fairly sure not um, most people out there can't say this yeah, so yeah, I, I think mean, you definitely should be proud of it for me i still don't feel like uh it's the end uh, mm. i think that there's still a long way for me to go right. uh, in terms of the product development in terms of also personal skills mm. uh, so I'll, i'm looking forward to this yeah it sounds amazing how about you Selty, in terms of your accomplishment mm. a major one for yourself for me, actually, my achievements in my previous company and the current company actually is totally in different style. Right. Uh, in my previous company, I joined quite early in 2016 February. So at that time, Shopee is like a very small size, it's a startup company. Mm. So probably we only have 20 or 30 engineers in total. Mm. Then I business the growth of Shopee from uh, 30 engineers, then in the end, we have around 20 engineers in total. So uh, my biggest uh, achievement probably is to try to design some architecture that is really able to support the company to scale very, uh, very large. So uh, uh, we design some architecture called, uh, related to the backend or front-end architecture. And we uh, uh, innovatively to define some way for the repo to migrate from the monolithic architecture to the microservice architecture. Mm. Then we can able to scale the team to different uh, teams working in different functions. They are able to work efficiently together. Right. And uh, then the company can scale up without uh, uh, any problem. Everything becomes smooth. Mm. But in the current company, there is no such thing actually. <laughs> Uh, this is also the difference between the ability based on the platform. Mm. And so in, in the big company, you need to face the challenge about so many users, how do you handle traffic. But in small company, the major thing for us is to deliver the product. Mm. So uh, as our company is doing the pivoting, I really need to help the company to find the real track and try right. to let it stay on the real track. So I make a lot of the internal adjustments, I find the right people, and uh, although I just uh, joined for around the four months, uh, but actually I already done a lot. Like uh, uh, for the team, uh, I uh, there are around the five people leave the company because of me, and also I hire another four people in the Singapore side to try to make some replacements, okay. and also do some uh, process related to the project management, mm. like Jira process, tech review, code review, this kind of thing, mm. and also try to uh, make sure the team is stable and uh, everyone is happy doing. They have so many big changes, right. so I would say, uh, and also one important thing is I make sure the company can stay for a long time. Like uh, mm. I try to find the correct uh, technology for the business and uh, do some tech uh, exploration and also I cut down the tech cost uh, for around 60% of the whole tech cost. This is a huge value for the company. Right. So helping the company stay sustainable is basically your main date now because yes. very, very early stage startup. Right, okay, very different challenges really because I think you, you are a little bit way past that phase of, you know, but it's still yeah. probably but, your main but date. But still uh, like this, Example of cost saving, mm. right? Uh, still, is a big concern, right? Mm. Even though uh, it has been almost ten years that we have been doing these things, yeah. but that does not mean everything that we do is optimized True. Uh, the best way that can be. Mm. So now that we have more people joining, everyone mm. has very good ideas, and we are trying to take in everyone's suggestions to improve things further. Mm. And uh, even today, uh, we are trying to see 
how we can optimize our system, right. uh, how we can optimize the cost of those uh, infrastructure. Yeah. Um, because we support a few million users every day. And uh, to support that smoothly without having any issues uh, is a big challenge. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and there's Ramadan coming up, which is another biggest peak of our year. Of the whole year, yeah. So we usually support three to four times of the total. Oh my god, uh, three to four times per day. So, so uh, that sometimes uh, I would not uh, try to avoid that, but sometimes that creates <laughs> issues for us. So fixing those things are uh, still a challenge. Yeah, uh, making sure we don't have the bottlenecks. Uh, yeah. users are able to enjoy everything. Mm. Even our streaming service, mm. they they don't get locked out of their. Uh, subscription and all. Yeah. yeah, we're still trying to figure those things out. Right, I'm sure it's like like there's no day that you have nothing to do, right? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Very exciting days. <laughs> so on that note, right, when you talk about you know um optimizing costs, I think you both both touched on it, and that being a major aspect of your roles as you know um head of engineering, and obviously that's a a, a cost that it's always looking to reduce in every company. Um, how to best optimize it to make it cost efficient? So how do you you know um as a head of engineering balance the you know the kind of like technical aspects of the product that you need to you know work on with the with the leadership and management um uh, responsibilities that you have. How is that being managed? I mean, if you if I talk about myself personally, I mm. think. You have to sell your heart. You sell to, your heart. I mean, you have to give up your heart. But I'm joking. So <laughs> uh, you have to give up uh, a lot of things that you used to do mm-hmm. in order to make time for something else, right? So previously, I was doing a lot of coding myself. Okay. But now, uh, as I have grown in my role, I can't do that anymore, and I have mm-hmm. to let uh, my team, who are certainly much much better than me at uh, at doing those things, uh, I let them take over the things, right? So uh, for me now, my focus has shifted more to uh, uh, company strategies, mm. uh, the, the technical direction of the company, also uh, working with uh, our stakeholders to understand what do they want, mm. uh, how do they want the product to be, what kind of services they want to integrate, uh, and then translate them uh, to our our team, uh, to the product that uh, we develop. Mm-hmm. So, so for me, uh, it's a matter of doing less hands-on engineering work, yeah. uh, but taking on more on the on the on the bigger side. I mean, looking at the bigger picture of things. Yeah, yeah. Do you enjoy this part of your role now? Very much. Wow. Uh, I have realized, even though I uh, I still enjoy coding, if I get my chance, I will definitely go back to coding. But uh, okay. <laughs> I also enjoy. The fact that uh, I'm able to set the direction of the company, mm. uh, especially we don't have any CTO, uh, oh. and uh, okay. so for me, I have to really work closely with everyone else mm. in order to fill those uh, gaps as well. Right, right. So basically, as usual, wearing many hats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How about you, Selty? Like you know, balancing the technical aspects of the product we need to do to work on, and then you know, on top of that, your leadership, your management responsibilities. You know, you need to you know speak to the C-suite, make sure that business requirements are met with the technical side. Yeah, for me, actually, the technical is always the most important factor for my roles because I need okay. to have very uh, good technical skill in order to figure out what is the challenges in our product and okay. uh, try to give the team some uh, guidance and also help them to make the correct. 
decision. Mm. But I can also realize that uh, actually for an individual person, the power is always limited. If you want to achieve a bigger things, you need a team. Yeah. So for me, the leadership and the management actually is the way for me to contribute into the company. So for the leadership, I really need to act as a leader role, help the team to grow together and uh, give them some uh, example for them to uh, work better mm -hmm. and also make sure they are really happy about the, the whole things. And for the management management wise, I need to collaborate with the other departments. They need to make sure the process is okay mm. and to make some standard about the engineering quality and also the process distancy so that everything can still uh, go in a good quality and mm. with a very efficient way. Right, right. So I guess it's a little bit different on your end and his end because of how mature the product is as well. So you guys both talk about, you know, you know, working very closely with people and, you know, the younger people to fill in those gaps, right? You know, because it's not like a massive company where you just head up there and then you just do the overall strategy. You still kind of like hands on in certain aspects. So how, how do you like, um, in terms of working with younger engineers and, you know, developing them and getting them up to speed? Because I'm sure you also want to have successes, right? So how, how do you go about doing that in terms of, you know, on your own style? Um, how do you manage and mentor the right developers in, in the right track where you see them kind of grow? Yeah, for, for me, uh, I still, uh, even though I don't code any, uh, as actively as before, mm. Uh, but I still uh, understand uh, the technical aspects of things yeah. uh, and I try to keep myself updated uh, so that I can uh, help uh, the young uh, team members that uh, I have mm. whenever they have some kind of issues or problems uh, I always try to engage actively with them uh, right. try to find the right solution with them mm. uh, even though uh, I have to focus on probably a lot of the management side of things as mm. well and the business side of things uh, but I do try to help them in terms of uh, these technical developments. Mm -hmm. uh, also, sometimes uh, I feel the the young uh, developers uh, they lack a bit of confidence when it comes mm -hmm. to a few things. Right. Uh, probably uh, either they are not uh, they they're not so sure uh, whenever they face some problem mm -hmm. to, to reach out to. Yeah. So I'm always trying to help them to find the right person right. Uh, to go to and always try to motivate them uh, to be more proactive and yeah. uh, uh, be more communicative with others, right? Uh, because the, the young team members uh, nowadays, uh, especially the engineers, right? They yeah. tend to be a bit more on the introvert side. Okay. They don't want to communicate much with others. Right. Uh, but if you want to grow in your role uh, and if you want to show everyone that you are not only being a developer, but also you are trying to uh, do other things. Yeah. Uh, start with communicating with everyone, mm. right? Uh, that's the simplest thing you can start with. Uh, just whenever you face any problem, and get out of your desk and talk to the person, right? Instead right. of just sitting there. Uh, so I think that's what I try to also uh, advise my team, mm. always uh, be more communicative. And, mm. uh, and I'm always trying to uh, uh, share with them my past experiences mm. thing, so that they also get to know and uh, nice. learn yeah. uh, what to do in certain scenarios so yeah that's really really nice like basically spending time with them uh, and you know trying to be present with them uh, yes. when you need help it's not like you know when they need help and they they realize there's no one there so basically trying to create a scenario where you know there's definitely going to be someone there if they need help as long as they ask exactly i mean you need to build uh, I, I mean, when you're building a company or you, when you're building a product, yeah. it, 
you also want to have the right people, right? Yeah. You don't want to be the uh, bottleneck for the rest of the team. Yeah. You don't want that you are the only person everyone can reach out to mm. because then uh, when you get busy and you are you are not available, they are just waiting, mm. right? There's, they have no one to reach out to. So, so I always try to build uh, that mindset for the engineers that uh, in, when I'm not around, there still are people who can uh, help out the other ones, yeah. other people. So, mm. yeah. That's nice, that's nice. Especially when it's growing, I think that's all more important. Yes. Yeah, okay, that, that's cool. And and for Celsius, how about you know your, your team? Because I'm sure you also hire a lot of younger engineers, mm. right? You Like you mentioned, the four months that you joined us, you've already hired quite a few people. I, I assume they are also young? Some of them are young, some of them are quite experienced. Okay. I also expect uh, some senior, senior people can mm. have a good talk. Right, makes sense. Yeah, for me, actually, I also quite enjoy working with young people. Mm. And uh, because they are really energetic, <laughs> they are very uh, open mindset. Okay. So they want to learn something and they really learn things very fast. Mm. So for me to be their leader, I really uh, think about uh, myself. When I was young, what kind of leader that I want? Right. It's the things that I care about. Mm. So me, I really care about my personal growth a lot, and also I expect that my work, my work is meaningful and not really spend a lot of the extra effort due to the processes from others. Mm. Okay. And also, I hope I can have some mentorship that they really care about me and yeah. uh, help me to grow. Yeah. yeah. So I just now I'm become a leader of the company. I trying to do all the things for my member as well. Mm. And. Uh, uh, in order to achieve this goal, actually, I have tried to set up a lot of the working practice in our company. Okay. Like uh, right now, uh, some of them actually even looks like uh, micromanagement. <laughs> I believe this is really something good for everyone. Right. So right now, we are meeting to have a lot of practice, like uh, we have the daily updates, okay. we have the weekly reports, we have the uh, weekly meeting for the whole engineer team and also for the staff team meeting. Okay. And also for every feature, we will do some code review and also the tech design review discussion. Okay. So through all the work and all the communication, I believe they can really learn a lot from each other. And also the team become a, have a culture that everyone is learning from each other and also mm-hmm. yeah, collaborate with each other. Then I feel people will be happy with this environment. Right, sounds good. It sounds like so collaboration is the key that you're trying to put in here. So yeah, some might say it's micromanagement, but I believe in a overall perspective, it's more collaboration and micromanagement because I think it's also teaching people to be accountable towards what they have built. It's like not like you've done it and then you just disappear and then there's no like you know not talking about it anymore. So yeah, I think in terms of approach wise, pretty pretty much similar. And I think you brought up a point about you know um the fact that um you thought about the leader that you wanted to have. So did you guys have a good leader when you were both you know budding engineers because you joined um a bits media when you know pretty much the, f- the first person so yeah. how was your you know mentorship your personal mentorship experience like do you have a leader that you could look up to as well for me when i joined uh, our founder and our then ceo uh, erwan uh, he used to be the one to mentor me okay he's an amazing person and uh, i think till this day I haven't met a person like him. Uh, he was amazing, not in terms of only uh, coding skills. Yeah. I mean, he was a founder, but he was also an engineer himself. Oh. Uh, so I learned and picked up a lot of skills yeah. from him, uh, ways to think out of the box from mm. him. Uh, but besides that, I also uh, learned, uh, I mean, he taught me how to be humble, how mm. to talk to other people. He taught me. Uh, how not to lose your uh, mind when something goes south. Right. 
So um, he was an amazing leader, and uh, to this day, I don't think I have been able to uh, be at that uh, level yet. Mm. So I'm always looking up to him and always trying to be that person. Uh, good. So yeah. Wow. So he's the one that brought you into the business. That's right. Ah. Okay. Okay. Wow. So it's been a long journey yeah, between. Unfortunately, he is no longer here because uh, we. Uh, we got acquired by another company and okay. he decided to pursue something else. Right. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, like I said, his, his teachings and uh, the stuff, uh, his, the, the, the effect he has yeah. on me, uh, I, I think it's going to last forever and that is nice. uh, I'll always try to be like him. Well, I think it's quite important, right, to have someone that you can emulate after yes. yeah, certain qualities because I'm sure, you know, like everyone, you have things to learn off every person that you meet. But I'm sure, you know, for, for you, you know, it's him that because he probably, he brought you into business and so many good things to learn off. And I'm sure you want to pass on in terms of like, you know, the character that, you know, he, he, he portrayed to you, the kind of qualities that you can pick on and, you know, emulate to the rest of your team. And I'm sure people will see and, and people will definitely remember that the person that you are rather than the things you do so mm -hmm. yeah I think that's definitely a good thing so do you have someone like that as well as LC like someone that you look up to and you know emulate and try to you know in terms of like your your leadership style yes yes actually uh, when I was in Shopee uh, my report manager actually is the head of the engineering in Shopee right so uh, because there are so many people under him actually he's quite busy so in terms of uh, daily mentoring actually he cannot help me a lot Mm. But he's really a good model for me. Currently, mm. a lot of my, my methods and my methods actually is also learning from him. Right. So for him, he's a very smart people, but he's also uh, very humble. Mm. And also, he works very hard. So sometimes they even make me a little bit frustrated. How can I become him if he's smarter than me and also working harder than me? <laughs> but I think I just try the best. Yeah. yeah. And also, uh, uh, around my career, I also encounter some other senior people. Some of them, they also give me some ideas that really have me to grow. Mm. Like uh, when I do the interview during my job searching, mm. I encounter a hiring manager from Bagans. He's the site manager in Singapore side. He just uh, tell me, uh, if you tell me what is your achievement, you shouldn't tell me you build a team in Shopee or something. This is not really an achievement. You need to tell me as an engineer, how do you have the company to grow? Mm. How do you find the business direction? This, kind of, this mm. is the, the meaning of the engineer side. Mm. So this is also one of my uh, guidance about my current behavior. So mm. I'm trying to have a company. Sounds good. Yeah. So I guess everyone thinks a certain way for a certain reason, and a lot of has to you know, it has a part to play with the people we meet along the way. So I think a, a lot of a part of what we are is a mix of people where we meet and, you know, people that we look up to, emulate after. And I think, yeah, it's a very, very insightful discussion. But, you know, before, you know, we end off, I have like, you know, one last question that I want to, you know, ask you guys. So if there's one thing you want to leave with the audience today, um, young leaders in engineering, specifically young leaders who want to pursue this route and, you know, um, eventually become head of engineering in whatever vertical that they are, what a business they plan to be in. What's one key advice you would tell this person? Yeah, I think I'll, I'll, I'll just repeat myself to what I said earlier. Uh, just be more proactive. Uh, mm. I think uh, my team also is very tired of hearing this. Uh, but that's the key because you want to show them that you're not just a day-to-day -day coder, right? Yeah. Uh, if you, I mean, there's nothing wrong being a day-to-day -day coder. There are people who want to be uh, IC, individual contributor, and mm. uh, that's perfectly fine. But if you want to grow, if you want to be that uh, leader in your organization, you have to show them that uh, you are really 
uh, more than just coding. So, yeah. so being proactive, taking decisions uh, where you can help uh, uh, the team and as uh, Shafri said, uh, uh, helping the company. Mm -hmm. uh, so do those things more and more and eventually, definitely you get noticed. Yeah. So yeah, keep that uh, up and hopefully uh, you will also be here today. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in, in one day, sorry. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Xiaoqi? Yeah, for me, actually, the point is a little similar, but I will say it's more like a growth mindset. Mm. So you will all, uh, you need to always be care about your personal growth. Mm. You need to think about what is the thing you need to improve, and mm. think about your future direction, whether your, the things that you're currently doing is really helpful for you. And always prepare yourself to be ready for the new opportunities, because mm. uh, sometimes the opportunities just suddenly come in. <laughs> if you are not ready, then you will not uh, just really get the chance, right. and then the chance will just leave you away and never get it back. Okay, sounds good. Wow, thank you so much for you know all your insights today. So, um, you know, to the audience today, and you know, um, thank you so much because that's all the time we have for today. Um, thank you to both our speakers for providing us with so much insights and their own personal experience within uh, being a young leader in engineering. It's very very insightful, and I personally learned a lot from this session. And I hope that you know um, you guys also had time to reflect about your journey as a young leader within engineering and still continue to grow your career in in this aspect. And I'm sure. Our audience would have a lot of you know um, things that they can pick up from this podcast so till the next episode i'll see you guys thank you, thank you. Thank you.